Thank you for downloading Pastor Reza Safa's audio podcast from the Apple iTunes Store. Whether listening on your iPod, your tablet, or your computer at home, we pray these messages are a blessing to you and aid you in your spiritual walk with Christ. For more information on Pastor Reza's teachings and ministry, please visit www.rezasafa.com. So, see, the world system, if you think it, a child, a minor, Paul is saying, thinks like that world system, is influenced by that world system, and that world system contradicts God's Word. Because it contradicts God's system, you cannot operate in two systems. You cannot walk by faith in God's Word and thinking like the world does. It doesn't operate. You cannot be led by your emotions and move in accordance to God's Word. It just goes against one another. Paul says it's impossible for somebody who's led by their emotion or by their senses to be able to comprehend the things of God the Spirit. Go over to the book of Romans chapter 8. Book of Romans chapter 8, Paul gives us a better description of this. He says, in verse 8 he says, Romans 8, 8. So then those who are in the flesh, or those who are led by their senses, okay, carnal mind, led by their senses, cannot please God. Verse 7, it says, because the carnal mind or the mind of the flesh or the mind of the senses is enmity against God. For it is not what? It is not what? It is not subject to the law of God. Nor indeed can be. So a carnal mind does not have the capacity of being subject to the law of God. Paul says, now, if you were a minor, when you were minor, you were influenced, you were enslaved by the world's element. In other words, you were led by your senses. You were led by your emotions. And because you were led by your emotions, therefore, you cannot take a possession of the spiritual things. It's impossible. I give you an example for you to understand. And honey, I'm sorry, we have to use us. Let's say me and my wife. Let's say a week goes by and I don't pay no attention to her. She calls me and she says, hey, sweetie, you want to go out to eat? I said, no, I I don't want to do that. And then that whole week, I'm just all into myself. And I go home and I yell at her and I complain and I, uh, just the whole, the whole nine yards. And I just make her real upset. She just, and then one night she says, well, well, well can we go out? And I say, okay, we go out. We go out and we sit at the table. I don't pay attention to her. I don't listen to her. I, I'm just, I'm not looking at her eyes uh, and none of that. No, uh, where is the romance? It's gone. I'm too tired to be romantic and, and on and on and on. And I come home and I say, honey, she says, you, you, you just go in the corner and sit down and hush. <laughs> so what, what I've done, I have, through my action, influenced her, all her five senses. Her seeing says, I don't love her. Her hearing said, I don't love her. 
I didn't touch her, so the touch didn't help. I didn't smell good. So, I mean, all the five senses for her was shut down. The information she got into her body, into her being, through all those five senses was that I'm no good. <laughs> and it welled up an emotion in her. And that emotion says, you hush, go sit down. And treat me like I treated her. Okay? Paul says, such a person cannot walk in love. All right? Because the system, the world system says, you pay attention to me, I'll pay attention to you. You love me, I love you. That's world system. Paul says, if you're led by your emotions, that means you're still immature. That means you are still under stewardship to take possession. That's why healing is hard. That's why blessing is hard. That's why walking in peace is hard. Because how could you, how could you walk in peace when you just well up with full of emotion of anxiety and anxiousness and rejection and, and how can you go to bed? You know, us men are different than, than ladies. Men, we can get into an argument. We forget it in five minutes. Women don't do that. What we think, they feel it. They can go to bed with all of that emotion, yanking the blanket off of you and punching you while you sleep in the middle of the night and <laughs> take this one, bang. <laughs> you wake up and say, hey, I feel like somebody hit me. No, you were dreaming. <laughs> go back to bed now. <laughs> Stop making noise. Stop snoring. Move out of the bed. You snore too much. So, so you cannot, it's, you know, Wigglesworth, uh, now, let me give you another scenario. I'm very tender-hearted during the week. At work, I call her and say, Hey, sweetie, I just, I just want to check with you. I say, how you doing? What, what, what is that call for? What do you want now? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> I, just, I just want to make sure you're doing okay. Are you okay? You want a cup of coffee? I'm going to Starbucks. Would you like me to bring a cup? Oh, honey, that's so thoughtful of you thinking about me. And then one night, she says, Sweetie, why don't we go out and eat tonight? And we go, we go to our, that, that, uh, that Italian place owned by an Iranian. What is it called? Tiamo. <laughs> Italian, Italian food owned by an Iranian. Are you kidding me? <laughs> and we go there and, <laughs> and we sit there and, and they light the candle and uh, what would you like on the end? You just pay all attention to her. You just keep looking at her eye. <laughs> <laughs> just for two hours, keep looking at her heart. Just pay. whatever she says, yes, dear. And then you keep talking, and and all of that. You you just you just listen to her, honey. Just tell me how are you feeling. I know. I, you just you just pay attention to her feelings. Now she on the inside the whole week you've been building this up, baby. I mean, on the inside she was love. It's a well of emotions is is coming up. Oh, my husband is so wonderful. It's, uh, you go home, you say, sweetie, give me a kiss. And, and, and so she just gets you and, 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 and provides whatever you need. 
and it's all, it's all wonderful. And then somebody says, how's your marriage? You say, oh, it's, 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 it couldn't be any better. But that's the world system. Not the world system. See, two emotions, same person, two reactions. Can, can somebody say, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> All ladies say amen. amen. And all men say amen. Or say oh me. But. Now. I'll give you another example. Wigglesworth. Was a plumber. Hated his wife going to church. He wasn't a believer. He said to her if you keep going to that church. I'm going to shut you out. She said dear you do whatever you have to do. I do whatever I have to do. I got to obey my Lord. So one day she went to the church night and he locked her out. It was cold. She sat outside all night long. When he opened the door in the morning, she smiled back. She said, sweetie, what would you like for breakfast? Now that is love. Not emotion. Because emotion, she wants to get a knife and chop him into pieces. You fool plumber. I kill you. I hate you. I want a divorce. Isn't that how the world system works? You shut your wife out of the house today. She burns the house on your head. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I was old days. But now, what did she do? She did uncontrary to what her emotion told her. She based her love upon the truth and not outside influence. That's love. You know what love is? Let's go over there to 1 Corinthians chapter 13. Actually, before we do that, before we do that, 1 Corinthians chapter 3. First Corinthians chapter 3. Now, when somebody is born again, they're born of God's spirit. Their spirit is brand new. Their physical body hasn't changed, neither has their mind changed. So their mind and physical body is what it was before. Paul says here to the, he's talking to the church, born again, born of God's spirit in the likeness of God, sons and daughters of God. Verse one, and I, brethren, could not speak to you as to spiritual people, but as to carnal, as to babes in Christ. I fed you with milk and not with solid food. For until now you were not able to receive it, and even now you're still not able. For you are still, you're still carnal. What does it mean? It means you're still led by your emotions. You're still led by your senses. That's what carnal means. You're still carnal. For where there are envy, strife, and divisions among you, are you not carnal and behaving like mere man? 
See, he says, you're similar to the people that are not born again, that are not regenerated. You're acting like they are. For when one says, I am of Paul, and another says, I'm of Apollos, are you not carnal? In other words, they were grouping. They said, I'm pro-Paul. Paul is mine. Somebody says, no, no, I don't like Paul. I like Apollos. So it was all mine. That's the world system. That's kids. Mommy, Kelly took my bike away. Have you noticed every time a kid complains, it's always about something of theirs. Yeah, right? They never come and complain and says, Mommy, Kelly slapped the next door neighbor's kid. Do something about it. That's, that's not love, Mom. Mom, that's not love. What kid does that? But now you take something of theirs. They complain about First Corinthians chapter 13. Husband and wives, watch it before you read this now. Verse 5. Love does not behave rudely, does not seek, does not seek, does not seek its own. As long as we are under the world elements, my own is very important to me. As long as it's mine, my, I, my feeling, you don't care for me, you don't see me, you don't love, it's me the center. As long as me the center, that's an indication that I'm immature, that I have not grown up, I haven't matured. And as long as I'm immature, I cannot take possession because my mind is not subject to the law of God. I don't operate in love because I'm not subject to it. But see, when you grow up and recognize that the love of God has been shed in your heart by the Holy Ghost, then the love is the leader and not your emotion. Let me go back to treating my wife. Didn't pay attention to her at all. Didn't listen to her at all. Didn't care for her at all. But then she, she comes up with this anger on the inside of her. My wife, my husband doesn't love me. But then another gear kicks in. The gear of the mature, born again, born of God, the Spirit, filled with the love of God says, the love of God has been shed upon my heart by the Holy Ghost. The Bible says love and respect. And when I love, it's it, 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 despite of what the other person does. So I go home every night, she treats me like a king. I promise you, she can sleep well at that night. There's no anger. There's no anxiety. There is no bitterness. There is no rejection, feeling of rejection. There is no loneliness feeling that I'm alone in this marriage. There is, there is none of that. So automatically, she has peace. See, now she took possession of peace. And instead of praying, God, give me, God, give me peace in this marriage. God, give me peace in this marriage. See, they're asking for something that is already theirs. It was already given them. I give you my peace. How much of it did he give us? 
half, half, half a pound. See, his peace is already mine. It would be unbiblical for me to pray. Father, give me peace. It's like I'm giving you, I'm giving you a dollar. Let's say you need a dollar. Let's say you need a dollar. I don't have a dollar. I have a five dollar. You say, Pastor, give me five dollars. I put this five dollar for you here. It's yours. And you say, Pastor, give me five dollars. No, but you keep asking me for $5. See, I keep looking at that $5. Keep asking me for $5. Go ahead. See, it's, it's yours. Every time you ask the Father for something He has given us, He keep looking at the Word. He, 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 doesn't, even, he doesn't even respond to you. He doesn't even respond to you. He does, because if he responds to you, then it's unbelief. It's yours. Take possession of it. That's it. He got it. But how can you take possession of it when you're basing it upon emotions? Because your emotions is, I have no peace in this marriage. Your emotions is, I have no peace in what I'm doing right now. I'm all messed up. I, I don't know what God wants with my life. So you're basing your walk. That, that's a nephew. That's a child. You're walking your, you're basing your walk upon how you feel rather than the truth. That's why you cannot possess it. Are you seeing this now? It's not that he hasn't given it to you. Now some preacher comes and they, they got a solution for it. They say, okay, uh, Franny, if you pray uh, five times to me, if you give me $10, I'll give you that $5. That's a preacher's version, that's right. That's, that's what the world has been preaching to us. But not recognizing... It's already, it's, it is mine. You know what Paul says in 1 Corinthians chapter 3? You know what he says? Look at it. 1 Corinthians chapter 3. I'm not making this up. Verse 21. Therefore, let no one boast in man, for all things are yours. Whether Paul or Apollos or Cephas or the world or life or death, or things present, or things to come, all are yours, and you are Christ, and Christ is God's. Everything that God has is mine. That's what Jesus said. He said, all that Father has is mine. But now, he took possession of that which the Father had. Why? Because he was mature, not led by his emotions, but led by the truth. Your body says you're sick. But the word says I'm healed by his stripes. You go on in your prayer, oh God heal me. Oh God heal, God heal me, God heal me. See, you're basing it upon how you feel. You're not feeling it, that means God hasn't given it to you. A preacher comes along and says you don't have enough faith. Read the scripture more. And you keep reading it, you keep reading it, you keep reading it. And you're still the same place. 
Now recognizing I have the same precious faith that Peter had and Paul had it. It's on the inside of me. But as long as I'm being led by my emotions, I cannot take possession of that, that which is mine. So the supremacy of the world comes into play. Notice the great men of God, women of God that have lived their life, supernatural life. Always the word had the first place in their lives. I was praying for this last night, on Friday night when I was here. I said, God, uh, Paul says, I pray that you may know the exceeding greatness of his power that works in us. I said, what is that? Because that's what, that what Paul says. He wrote it so that for us, for us to know it. I said, Father, what is, what is it, Father? Fa Father, show me what is the exceeding greatness of that power. And I think I got a glimpse of it. Part of it is the ability, my, 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 my level of, of importance of God's word in my life. God created everything by just speaking it. That means words. I saw a commercial on TV. I said, man, they stole it from me. And the commercial said, before this truck was, there was a word. Before this building was, there was a word. It was a company that, that on ideas, building on ideas. They said before everything was, there was a word. I thought, isn't that amazing? Nothing on this, listen, nothing happens on this planet without people speaking it first. I could not build a building, a massive building, by myself, physically. But I could by speaking it and sharing it with others and get a whole crew of people to build it. So everything is based upon what we say. Everything. If we knew the power of, of that word. And base our lives, basing it upon what we say is similar to what God says. Same authority. I believe men of unregenerated spirit carry the same authority. Because they're building the image of God. That's why they build these massive things by words that they believe in. How many words have you spoken that you believe in it? How many? Oh, I wish you would go home and count it. In my life, how many words have I said that I built my life upon that I believe in it? I've spoken one word and I believe in it. I will break the strength of Islam. I'm building my whole being upon that. My whole mission, my whole ministry, that God has called me to do that. And I will do it. One word. Oral Robert said one word. And he built that massive place and ministry that he built. Seed faith. How many words have you spoken that you believe in? It? Thank you for tuning in. Be sure to tune in next week for a new audio download of the Day of Salvation audio podcast. For more information on Pastor Reza's teachings and ministry, please visit www.rezasafa.com.